Hello again, and welcome to this edition of my podcast. This week, I want to talk about the wild ones. And to begin, I'm going to read a poem by Joel McCarrow. As the tamed horse still hears the call of her wild brothers, and as the farmed goose flaps hopeful wings as his sisters fly overhead, so too, perhaps, the wild ones among us are our only hope in calling us back to our true nature. Wild ones who have not been turned to stone by the far-reaching grasp of the empire and its programme of consumer sedation, the killing of imagination. Where, my friends, have the wild ones gone? That meditation by Joel McCarrow is part of the Northumbrian Community Daily Prayer and I read it this morning. In fact, I've read it as part of that daily devotion many times these last few years. As I've shared in the discipline of daily prayer from the Northumbrian community. Every time I read it, it challenges me deeply. I think it's something about the very visual way the author uses his images that we can appreciate from our own life story what this would be like. As the tamed horse hears the cry of her wild brothers. We can all imagine a tamed horse, broken, ready to be ridden, hearing the cry of the wild horse, feeling she's missing out on life. As the farmed goose flaps hopeful wings as his sisters fly overhead. Who amongst us has not watched geese fly across the sky? It's not hard for us to imagine a farmed goose in the farmyard looking up and wishing she was able to join them, but her wings just don't work like that. Her life is limited to the ground. They're pictures that make sense. But I believe this author is turning this into a parable that speaks against us, reminding us of the demand that's upon all people of whatever faith or lack of faith, calling us, if we're Christian, to build a better world to work for a a society that is truer to our calling for all humanity to be loved. In these coronavirus COVID-19 days, I've heard lots of people talk about returning to normal and I really want that too. I long for the days when on a day out you can go down to the seaside or drive into the countryside when you can visit family. My granddaughter, my youngest granddaughter is one very soon and uh, a month or so and I, I cannot wait for that day. But I know I won't be able to drive up to see her. 
I want that back. I want my life back so that I can go shopping and not just let others do it for me. I'm desperate for life to restart. But I definitely don't want it to go back to what it was before. Because normal was pretty awful. Too much of our shared life together in community has been less than. We have allowed to be built in our name a society that is awful. Where some people are worth less than others. Where zero hours contracts are something that we don't even bat an eyelid over anymore. We've built a society where some people can avoid paying tax because they're worth enough to pay for that to be the case. We've developed a society where we've embraced the idea that people living rough on the streets is acceptable. A society where people relying upon handouts from churches and charities to live is okay just because billionaire owners of businesses refuse to pay living wages. As someone who's signed verification forms for food banks, I know that most of that food has gone to people who are working. But they're working zero hours contracts jobs, or they're earning very low wages, and they cannot make ends meet. We've made a society that exploits the poor, that taxes them regressively, that taxes them in the form of the National Lottery. We've made a society in which vested interests have perverted the impartiality of our parliament. And I'm not suggesting that's a new thing, it's been going on forever. But has it ever been right? We've lauded those who in Parliament have support, supplemented their income by receiving ridiculous sums of money to sit on the board of this bank or that conglomerate or that publishing house or newspaper. And in reality they might have spent an hour a month. And we have pretended that that hasn't corrupted them and us. I want life back, but I don't want the old Norman normal. I want a new normal. When the world returns, can we achieve that? Can we demand it? The author writes that we need wild ones who have not been turned to stone by the far-reaching grasp of the empire and its programme of consumer sedation the killing of the imagination. I think he's reminding us that the empire of this world, the vast, powerful empire that he names as consumer sedation, really has killed our imaginations. The majority of people within our society, even the majority of people within our churches, 
don't even recognize the evil around us anymore. We've allowed ourselves to be blinded and our imagination stolen from us. And the grace and goodness of God is lost in the glare. Where have all the wild ones gone? In the Bible, and especially in the Old Testament part of the Bible, there are loads of stories of prophets who were willing to stand up for God against the empires of their day, the powers of their day, and even their own religious groupings. This week, our president of the Methodist Conference, Reverend Barbara Glasson, initiated a call for the government to think about justice in these coronavirus days. The proposal that she initiated, the media sought to address as if it came from the Archbishop of Canterbury. No idea why, other than I guess he's more, more high profile. But that proposal called on the government to reject any requests for COVID-19 help or aid from companies who avoid paying tax by pretending to be cited in offshore tax havens. The government rejected it. That was an example of the church ignoring the empire refusing to be desensitised by the consumer sedation of our society, of doing the work of God. And yes, it failed, but nobody said it would be easy. I'm really glad that Barbara Glasson and all the other church leaders, including the Archbishop of Canterbury, who signed that letter, did so. And they did so in my name and in the name of all of us in those churches. We need to stand against anything that isn't just. Our God calls us to love mercy, to seek justice, and to walk humbly before him. In one of the most amazing passages in scripture, the prophet Amos says to the people of his day, the religious folk of his day, that God won't listen to their songs anymore. Because God desires justice. That little passage ends with the prophet saying, But let justice roll on like a river, and righteousness like a never-failing stream. That, folks, is our calling. And we need some wild ones, some courageous ones, some Christian ones, who will be prepared to take Jesus seriously. Seriously enough to wake up. To wake up to what's happening in our society and to stand against the powers of our day. To wake up and to stand against the powers that have put our churches to sleep. because that's the other side of what this passage is saying to me today. Society is a mess and it needs 
redeeming. It needs changing, but so is the church. And there's a challenge here for us to wake up inside the church. Where have all the wild ones gone? Those willing to stand on the edge, willing to risk everything for the sake of being good news for those who do not yet know. So much of our life within church seems to be geared to being churchy, to dressing correctly, to having the correct doctrine, to abiding by the rules. Where have the wild ones gone? Where are the ones standing on the edge? Where have the ones gone who are outside the circle? Something God has been challenging me about again in this appointment here in Colchester. To work outside the bounds of the church. As I look out of my office window, I can see, because I'm more or less on the edge of it, the whole of this new estate that has grown here on the Tollgate part of Stanway. At the moment it's quite quiet because of the lockdown. But before this happened, it was buzzing with life, with restaurants and shops, with pubs, takeaways, and soon there'll be a multi-screen cinema and a new school. There'll be even more places to shop. It'll be even more difficult to drive around as residents because of people flocking here. I feel a call to work outside in that environment. Where have all the wild ones gone? Well, I think there's quite a few of us left within the life of the church. But with the writer of this passage, I want to challenge you to think again about where you fit into all of this. Are you prepared to hear the call of the wild ones? Are you prepared to wake up from the far-reaching grasp of the empire and its programme of consumer sedation, the killing of imagination. Friends, let's, let's be prepared to be challenged for the sake of our communities, our nation, and if we believe in it, our church. God bless you and stay safe.